0: hi i'm simon
1: hi i'm erica
0: welcome to drunk logic
1: no what you say this is drunk logic
0: can i change it up not allowed
1: well that's kind of our thing
0: oh okay okay hi i'm simon
1: hi i'm erica
0: this oh, is drunk Logic. No,
1: no it's and welcome to drunk logic isn't it i i, I don't know <laughs> Yeah I think it is.
0: What am I I saying? Let's try it all the time. Okay. Hi I'm Simon.
1: Hi I'm Erica.
0: And this is Drunk Logic.
1: Just another podcast.
0: Third take. (laughs) Yeah just
1: the intro this is uh this is going well this is going well. Very well. How are you doing today? Okay thanks
0: sorry just sorting out the acoustics in my my studio i'm doing hostage, well today, hostage bunker but i've changed yes. the angle i've now got the lighting of my dartboard light on me
1: it's yeah but the angle is much much worse like it looks like all of that shit is about to fall on you like i'm worried for your health and safety
0: i mean it could come a bit higher um my concerns i haven't got anything to prop it on so it is just down there for the time being we'll worry about That's angles fine. Again. we'll worry about angles again. fine Cool. You asked me how I am doing. I am doing okay. Thank you. Yeah. All good. All good in the yeah. hood.
1: How about yourself? Excellent. Excellent. Well, you know, it's it's a joy to be sharing a Zoom room with you as always. Yay. Yeah. So, so let's go ahead and get the show on the road. Um, every episode has a beverage. This one is no exception. Actually saying that. The last episode did not have a beverage because you were driving. So that's actually a lie, Um, but we have one tonight. And so tonight we're drinking Gordon's London dry gin and tonic with elderflower and uh, Mm. another cocktail in a can. This just tends to work easy when, you know, we're not, when we're not recording together. And so, um, so yeah, I've, I've poured mine into a glass and then I realized that I don't have any ice cubes in it. So it just oh. looks a bit sad. Like it does look, it looks quite sad. Look at this so though. yeah, I mean, again, it, it it doesn't look great. Like we're not really selling. I think we would have been better off drinking it from the can.
0: Potentially. I mean, I'm not going to risk getting back in the can now. So I wanted to be yeah. a classy individual.
1: Yeah. So, so so my glass says eat, drink and be meowy.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. We are a big um, big fan of cats on this show. Um, just to say we're not sponsored by any cats yet.
1: <laughs> no, um, we're no, we have not been sponsored by any cat. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, uh, I was listening so, to another podcast the other day. Do you remember I was telling you it was like sponsored by smoking, sponsored by drink.
1: So we're sponsored by cats, maybe. <laughs> maybe that's what that's what we're hoping for. Yeah. We're hoping for some for some sponsorship from just any cat. Any okay. cattle do. So anyway, uh L'chaim, I don't know if this will be good or not. It looks sad without ice cubes in it or lemons. So yay. Mm. That's that's, that's really nice.
0: Bad. I like the other flower component.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Nice mm. Ooh. Very that's nice. That's very nice.
0: Very nice. Mm. Very very classy. I think I had my first gin experience quite recently, actually. I haven't been a gin drinker before, but um, you know, very in in vogue at the moment isn't it a bit gin yeah
1: and... gin is having a moment
0: yeah similar to the moment prosecco I had a couple of years ago you know, did well, prosecco, prosecco have a moment I think it did I think it was always champagne and then it was like wow prosecco and I think then when prosecco is- overtook <laughs> the champagne
1: is not it just because it's cheap
0: I mean I'm not a boozy person you know when I grew up Lambrini was you know what we were aiming for what's that <laughs> Lambrini is like really cheap like teenage wine like
1: teenage wine so it's like really sweet
0: I think so yeah like really like
1: <gasps> oh um, we need to try that
0: yeah and like, I think they used to think like "Are you a Lambrini girl that was kind of like the thing I think the advertising of it I think we'll have to dig out some oh, more right. adverts of it I'm not sure whether that sort of stuff would slide in 2021 but yeah Lambrini girl and yeah
1: yeah yeah cool story bro yeah cool story bro
0: <laughs> right. So I've got something to show you. Yeah? Yeah. You know, like, okay. we, we talk a lot of, a lot of stuff on this, this podcast and we're still figuring out what it is. But one of the yeah. things we, we, we are is resourceful. You know, we do our best to get the best content. So what you may or may not remember, I tend to forget what we record. So you do remind me weekly. A couple of episodes ago, I discussed how I used to have a radio show. In university How Tony the Tiger The chap who did Tony the Tiger Recorded some lines that they were lost I didn't manage to find The the recordings, they don't exist But I was a bit resourceful And decided to contact the person Who is Tony the Tiger's voice A man, what? A man called Tom Clark Hill So I After doing a bit of uh, research About who possibly was Tony the Tiger um, Emailed him and he very kindly sort of came back saying very happy to do some re-recordings for you what? and i've got them here yeah <laughs> the actual tony the tiger like so i'm gonna play them all just one off by one because i asked him for a few things he asked yeah, I, I sort of pitched it as like i want these old recordings for posterity they don't exist so he's happy to do some more and i also mentioned about having street cred with my children so mixing the two right? together okay. he's been yeah, very yeah. kind to record wow. the following. That-
1: so nice hey kids it's me tony the tiger i want you to join simon neil and gareth on the alternative sunday service they're great erica and simon they're great hey harry and oliver this is tony the tiger close personal friend with your daddy simon he's great Last time I talked to him, he said he was going to double your allowance. Oh my god! <laughs>
0: How cool is <was> that? What? <laughs> yeah. Well, firstly, thank you to him. That was a fantastic thing he did um, for 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 me. Firstly, but then the fact is added content, and yeah, it was fantastic—a real pleasant wow. surprise.
1: Wow! That's amazing.
0: Yeah, I, I should have put a bit of like dramatic he said pause our in names. between. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Yeah, so we are we are friends of Tony the Tiger. And,
1: wow. Um, Tony the Tiger is, is friend of the podcast. That's very much um, so. I mean, I don't
0: think he's aware of that, but uh <laughs> yeah. He, he, well
1: he is now. He, he can is be now. a secret he can be a secret friend.
0: Yeah. So I, I was Oh my god, to...
1: that's so nice. I mean this this is just so you. This is so you and just oh that's like only you would have the audacity and just the, I guess the fearlessness to just email this person.
0: Well, it, is... honestly, like uh, it, it was, it, it was really, I've always been one for the worst thing someone can say to you is no. And I, I literally reached out to Gareth and Neil um, about, Hey, do you reckon the recordings exist? And we, we were unanimous in in that they don't. And I thought, well, do you know what? This is a really cool part of my life that's missing. And, and I sort of, for some reason I thought, the person wasn't contactable. I, I, I wasn't sure who well, that person was.
1: You thought he was dead.
0: Yeah, I, I did. I did. I, I thought the, the voice actor um, had passed away, but I was very much mistaken. So it's just very harmless email. And he was very nice and very accommodating Aww. and very, very lovely. And I, and I showed the kids it the other day and they were like, this is cool. They don't, they don't quite have the grasp of maybe who Tony the Tiger is at the moment because adverts aren't really a thing these days. But I think in nah. years to come, they will truly appreciate So I went on YouTube and showed them some of the old Tony the Tiger bits and bobs and they, they sort of, I showed them that first and then their minds melted. when I said, Hey, it's a close personal friend. And I was like, yeah, this is it. Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Well, that is very, it's exceptionally cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do next week?
1: I know, I know, oh, gosh. I've really got it up my game. I have no idea.
0: Yeah. You need no to Neil Warnock on is... the pod. That'll level it, I think.
1: That is, is that the same? Is that the I same? Think, I think
0: I think in terms of legendary status, I think Neil Neil Warnock.
1: Oh sorry, that's just like that's just amazing. Mm. Tony the Tiger said our names.
0: Yeah, do you want me to play it again? I've got it as slightly more um not that I'm, you know, being too self indulgent, but how many people have Tony the Tiger name check them? Like come on
1: guys (laughs) well we have erica and simon they're great that's it we we are great
0: we are we are great And and i think you know i didn't want it to be like i didn't want it to come across like i'm some sort of dude trying to get free work from him so i was very sort of you know all i wanted was the original phrase and if i could get anything else snuck in so i didn't want to be like hey simon and erica the drunk logic podcast and all that stuff like to come across a bit too taking the piss but yeah um, i think I, I towed the line and he yeah. did
1: very classy very classy
0: yeah yeah so wow. that's it so oh,
1: yeah. thanks yay that's well, really I, cool
0: i hope our like you know 12 listeners appreciate that
1: Honestly, that's just so cool. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. I, I mean, do we even have an episode to record after that? Like, I feel like we're, it's all going to go downhill from there. So what we're talking about today is, um, it's, it's, a, I mean, it's a, it's a serious topic. Um, sort of not, we're not talking about weird sex stuff today. We're going to talk about mental health and, kind of like I think we both were kind of hesitant and like do we really want to do this and I think that it's important it's something that I'm quite I'm a a very big advocate of you know taking action and being proactive when it comes to mental health and and I think that I think that if anybody can sort of make it a little bit more palatable I think it's us I would agree I think I think you know um
0: we were a bit mindful of going in on a hard topic, but um, we kind of feel it's something we talk about in our spare time and and stuff that we we wanted to sort of talk about on here, which is kind of the same thing, really, in our eyes. Do you want to start us off?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, certainly over the last, I mean, I've lived here for 15 and a half years. And in that time, I've seen tremendous changes in how mental health is viewed in this country. And it's and they've been really positive changes. And so I guess I guess I just want to talk about sort of how, you know we both we both have struggled with mental health. and we've both helped each other tremendously uh, get through re- really difficult times. And for both of us, it's been about sort of finding um, coping strategies and just really just really being able to talk to each other uh, very openly about things.
0: I think so, and I think for, you know mental health is, is 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 talked about a lot more than it used to be, which is fantastic. And I think you know the, what we're sort of touching on is sort of it's not even like you know it doesn't have to be like go to the doctor bad, just just day to day bad. You know, if you're having a bad day, just talking to someone about it. And I think that's something that we we provide each other is that sort of um, the ability to sort of mm-hmm. vent. The ability to sort of let off steam without it building up and yeah life's rubbish sometimes life's really good sometimes and it's when it's in between and I think you know um just having someone to talk to and that's what we certainly have on our journeys back and forth and, and it's it's encouraged me to talk to other people about mental health. It's not a case of it has to be bad enough to go to a doctor but it's a case of you know just talking to people and checking in and you know maybe speaking to you know me asking Questions of my brothers that I'd never ask, like, how are you doing today? Whereas normally it's like, hey, how's it going, Dick? You know, in sort of that sort of jokey way, but actually just checking in on people. And
1: so, in my experience, having dealt with mental health issues like most of my life, I found that it makes it easier for me to talk to people about it and when to, to notice like when things are not right with people and to sort of just try and sort of very gently encourage, um, sort of friends and well, f- friends and family to sort of be open be more open about those things like have you found that in your experience
0: yeah I think so I mean you know it's it's good to be open and people surprise you I mean there are people that I talk to and again it can be as simple as I'm not having a very good day today or a good week or whatever the case may be and I think sometimes people adapt to the surroundings and people and you know sometimes there's bravado or or masking and and for me it's just you know I don't know having that the ability to sort of say, Do you know what? I'm not having a good day today. And, you know, I don't really know the reason why, or I may know the reason why it's kind of irrelevant, but just that becoming more a part of day to day rather than bottling it up and not letting off steam and potentially, you know, leading to something more serious, you know, you know, um, you can't hold on to these things because it either manifests in physical or, or other ways. And um, so, yeah, no, I, I think it has been good. Yeah. Just, just, just the ability to sort of, cause I, I tend to find myself, but my, my by by default, I don't tend to talk about myself very often, good or bad. I kind of just middle of the ground, you know, head down, crack on with life. And, and, you know, I don't probably celebrate my achievements too much or, and don't dwell on my um, non-achievements failures. I I don't know what the word is, Um, but I think having the ability to sort of, you know, I don't know, I feel uncomfortable being the center of attention when it comes to conversation, which seems ironic having a podcast with you, but, you know, I definitely need a podcast with someone as opposed to by myself. So, I think it's been really liberating having been able to talk about this sort of stuff. And I I only feel, I feel vulnerable doing it, but I'd I'd feel equally as vulnerable talking about, hey, I I won an award or, hey, you know, I got this published or, hey, I did amazing on Football Manager, Um, you know, all equally amazing achievements. But I feel that we are talking about that stuff. So, you know, taking away the topic of mental health from the conversation, I feel awkward anyway. Um, But it's always good to talk and uh, have people listen so yeah
1: i hope that i'm like sort of pushing you out of your comfort zone every good,
0: moment in, of every day
1: in a good in a good way in a good way because obviously you know we've discussed before that we you know we had very different upbringings um you know just not only just sort of like with british british culture versus american culture um but also like our families um like my parents are i grew up in a family where everybody knew when, I mean, there were tremendous highs and terrible lows and like, I, you always knew how everybody was. It's like, I don't, I didn't grow up in a family where people hid anything. Like you just sort of got it out. Like that's how I was, I was raised. And yeah, sometimes it was quite volatile, you know? I mean, you know how I am as an adult. I mean, imagine me as a hormonal teenager, it's just pure hell. Like I feel sorry for my parents, but I never grew up sort of hiding I never grew up hiding my feelings, Um, but I sort of started, I mean, I've I've been anxious my whole life. I have been on medication most of my life. Um, I've been in and out of therapy most of my life. Um, And I think a lot of people would probably look at me and sort of just on the outside and say, what the fuck does she have to be anxious or depressed about? But it's just it's just who it's who I've always been, and and I've been sort of I just kind of accept that now, that this is who I am, and I'm somebody who fucking feels things very deeply, um, and sometimes those feelings are are not good, and so I'm really good most of the time. Um, I'm I'm really good at sort of getting help when I need it. Um, and you've been a huge part of, you've been a huge part of that process for me is, um, you know, you're, you're a very much a a barometer, um, of when I'm not doing well. Um, because when I'm sort of not coping, um, that's when you and I start fighting a lot (laughs) and we don't, we don't fight. I mean, we don't fight that often, but I know that when we do, um, I know that that's, it's, you know, that's when something is, is just, is not right. And, and that tends to be when I start, you know, going, going back to, to therapy more often and, uh, you know, you know, talking, talking shit out with my therapist and feeling better. And yeah, it's weird to have a, it's weird to have a, a relationship like this where, you know, you talk to somebody so often and so much that that that's what tells you sort of when something is not right is when that, you know, something's off in that relationship. Like that's, that's when I know that something's not right with me. Um. Not everyone now, not everyone is as comfortable as I am talking about mental health. And I get that. And I mean, certainly you, I mean, you're, you just finished saying that, you know, you know, you, you don't like, you don't like saying that you got an award. You're sure shit, not going to be comfortable saying I'm depressed or I have anxiety. Um, so I guess in this case, like, I'm not going to put the spot on you at all. You share whatever you want to share, but if you want to ask me questions, by all means, ask me questions. Um, Cause I'm happy to talk about anything. Like I'm very open. I'm very open about how therapy has helped me. I'm very open about how. Medication has helped me. I'm very open about how spending a week in a mental health facility did not help me. Um, You know, I know what it's like to sort of have panic attacks and not know what the fuck is happening, Um, or to be so depressed, all you want to do is sleep. And it's all okay. It's all part of the human experience, just feeling this shit. And I think that's what's so important is is to realize that it's temporary. Mm. I mean, yeah, I've just finished saying that I've been mentally unwell most of my life, but it doesn't dictate my everyday like i'm not I'm not in a horrible place every day um, you know, but it's you know this it it will pass mm. it will pass,
0: so I mean, with that in mind, you know you've been really open about how you'll you, you find you find solace in, in counseling and medication and all the things you've just listed so like taking away that sort of side like how do you like what coping strategies do you have like do you listen to music do you like have a bath do you go for a walk like what what do you find is part of your routine as sort well of helps you keep keep on top of of everything you know the other things in your life what what do you do to get some I mean, mindfulness
1: I mean, I certainly find no, 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 no. I certainly find like walking helps a lot. Um, sort of, you know, just any sort of, just yeah, just getting outside helps. And again, like we're at this time of year where it's it's so dark all the time. It's like ugh, I don't want to go for a walk, but I really should. Um, but yeah, I mean, like things like that. Like I tend to be, I tend to be okay when it comes to self care. Um, what do you do? So I tend
0: to find that my my biggest thing is this sort of like I find it manifests like if I'm feeling a bit run down, like I tend to get like a twitch in my eye or, you know, I know that head- twitch, headaches and stuff. So I tend to think like I have tried mindfulness and it does work. I just struggle to to maintain it. Um, and um, I think I think for me, mental health is very similar to recovering from a broken ankle or a muscular pain. Pe- you know, you've got to give it time to recover. And you've also got to do the physiotherapy and the day to day. And it might be a case you you have that 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 feeling in your ankle your entire life but you just ways you cope and manage through that and, and for me with mental health um i don't do enough um prevention i kind of retaliate as and when it gets a bit too like oh this is rubbish and i've got a twitch or whatever so for me i did try mindfulness found it really worked but i struggle to commit um i think if you look at how i used to do running for example like i needed an event to train for if i wanted to go running for the sake of running i can't do it i, I can't move a mile um so for me uh, the sort of mindfulness i get is through listening to music I love music i used to get a lot through running um i'm running myself or running with you but unfortunately i'm not in a position where i can run um much anymore but i'm hoping to sort of make some physical strides soon with that you know re- re- recalibrate see what i can do so that, that's kind of anticipative <laughs> but also it can set Sorry. me back too. you know, it, you know mm-hmm. if i can't go out and run you know even a mile it, it can be pretty Disheartening for someone who's training for a half marathon at one point and with users during the marathon. So, um, to go to like not being able to move half a mile. It's been a pretty tough couple of years to sort of transition into that. Um, and that's because of like ongoing leg issues, which we sort of make light of and allude to. But yeah, that's one of the things that's pretty difficult. That's been sort of removed from my life. Um, seeing Cardiff City play, sports, stuff I find it really helpful. Um, playing PlayStation, football manager, um just distraction, you know. I I, I I live a pretty busy life. And I like to sort of, when I come home, if I'm watching television, just remove myself from reality by watching shows like South Park, shows like, you know, um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Just just irrelevant nonsense. But I love it. I just love well, that yeah, suspense of reality.
1: They're great shows.
0: So They're fantastic shows. Yeah, Rick and Morty and or, or like the Beatles documentary. Yeah, just, just trying to be as self-caring as I can. My dartboard, biking, cycling if I can. The problem is I do try a lot of things and it's sticking with them, you know, for example, I like playing guitar and I've got like about, I counted about eight guitars in my attic um, and I need to take one down and start playing it, but I won't find the time to it. And it's just committing that time for that mindfulness is important for me, but it's everything's a balance and act and it's about making those choices. And sometimes I go for like a night of football manager versus mindfulness, which probably isn't the best choice, but it makes me happy. So
1: if I mean, if it makes you happy, that's awesome. I think it's great that you're able to sort of like that you could do these things and just switch off. Yeah. Uh, I and env- I envy that. I have a real hard time switching off. Really hard time. My brain is like um uh it's like a, it's like a series, it's like it's like Spider-Man shooting out webs. It's like choo 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 choo, just this like constant like like web of thoughts. uh Something it just that grows, ye- and grows and grows and grows
0: well something that you taught me and and, you know i found it really helpful is when i'm having those thoughts write them down because i think when you're thinking about this stuff you know some of it's gold some of it is shit but like if you write it down on your phone you can like literally dump and then go to sleep knowing that you haven't forgotten about it and that's something that helped me you know i've always been someone who never sort of worried about stuff you know know, i was really good at complementalizing and sort of left work and i was at home and we're back to work and very separate um and then, you know, over the last couple of years, those two lines sort of grayed together. And, you know, I found myself sort of not sleeping well, you know, thinking stuff of it during my sleep, waking up with like thoughts and various things. And, you know, for me, it was as simple as, right, I want to make a note of this stuff. And I'll deal with that tomorrow. That's tomorrow's problem, future Simon's problem. And that worked really well for me, that simple thing of, you know, I did try using a notebook, but I don't want to turn the lights on in the bedroom. So I have a little phone and, you know, I only had to do it about four or five times. But on those four or five times, I was able to get to sleep straight away.
1: Didn't I buy you a nice notebook for this?
0: That, 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 that's used in work now for other matters. But yeah, oh, um, you did buy me a sleep notebook, but I can't write in daylight, let alone nighttime. So the phone is the best way of doing this. So yeah, make, for me, making notes of those little sort of spider webs. And then, right, I can go to bed now. And if I have another thought, I write it down. I just go through that motion because I'm going to be up anyway. and may as well be productive. That that's helps really me. good that really helps me and i'm pleased to say you yeah, know right, that, that that sort of muddiness of of you know work-life balance is it's not a it's not as big a part of my life anymore which is great and it's sort of you sort of weather that storm and it's just sort of you know repairing that boat now and moving on so it's all very good good i feel we need to be a bit more like upbeat and light-hearted now that was a deep conversation i know i Okay so one of the measures we took at Drunk Logic was a a podcast well-being day and it was fantastic. I didn't know, really know what to expect. I didn't even know if at the time I needed a well-being day but I decided to take it with you Yay. and we did the very very cool thing of getting um, spa treatments <laughs> at the yeah. Lush Spa in Cardiff and it was fantastic. We went in there and uh, um, There's a shopper downstairs, and we got sort of transported up like uh, very important people, and we got there, and they're we like, "Right, so we to talk to you about what you want to have," and and we'd booked in advance, and and then we realised quite quickly on that the treatment we booked was like a you know full body massage, which was amazing, but it was a, a sea shanty themed <laughs> massage, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Wait a minute!" Like I just uh, which, which
1: on the surface does not sound particularly relaxing.
0: No, no, and it was, it was very, I was like, because the only sea shanty song I know is the, is the one that went viral during lockdown. Is it called The, the Weller Man? I have no yeah. idea. It's, I'll I send you it later. It's, it's a fantastic song. Oh,
1: goody. Oh, goody. It's
0: a really good song. So I can imagine this song repeat for an hour, but um, it was very tastily done. And I, I mean, you probably agree with me, Erica, the coolest thing about the whole experience was, that's what the- The dry like, ice. The dry ice bomb they let off at the beginning. And it was like, yeah. it was fantastic, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so we get there, and they're like, "Right, so there you go. So you know, this is the room. You know, that's so we're there lying down, and then they sort of let off this sort of dry ice bomb on the ground, and and the whole floor just goes very mysterious, almost like a swamp, you know. And then yeah. you see Shanteen's like kicks in the background, and then they they go to work, and it, it was. I mean, I'm not saying painting a very good picture here with my words, but it was really nice.
1: It was really nice. We highly recommend the Lush Spa in Cardiff. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, just big to say, fans we're not sponsored by no by lush. we're not
1: sponsored by
0: lush. <laughs> maybe these people listen to the irony of my statements and take pity on us because that is one brand I mean I don't think we, we, are, we ever talked about we are, are would we like to be sponsored we are very big sp- fans of lush. we are
1: yeah I mean as part of our you know as part of the Erica Simon best friend experience I mean we share a lush we have a lush subscription box we do every month
0: I am currently rocking um, one of the items that came from the last box. The, uh, is it tramp body spray?
1: <laughs> it's like a roll. Uh, yeah, it's a roll on fragrance. Was it a spray? Oh, no, it spray. was a spray. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah and, and you know what? It smells good. It yeah. smells nice.
0: It's not something I so. would have gone for normally, but I normally sort of raid the bath bombs and you, you have all of the other stuff. But we've got some really good stuff, actually. My yeah. highlight was the sleepy candle. That was really cool.
1: Yeah, it was very generous of me to let you have that. I hope you Did you have your
0: eyes on that? Is that what you're after?
1: Well, I mean, it doesn't matter now because you have it. So (laughs) I am selfless.
0: You are selfless.
1: So it's
0: interesting question. I think we joke about sponsors quite often, and I like the fact this is an ongoing joke. But if you could choose, you know, let's just, you know, let's let's just pretend no one's here. You know, what would you like to be sponsored by? Like imagine like someone be like, hey talk about our product and you get like a free one or a free like box of chocolate or something like what would you go for
1: I mean honestly like I've got like I've got three Lush products on my desk right now okay Lush is a good shout um I'm just kind of like looking around um I don't know what I mean what 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 comes to your mind Cadbury's Um,
0: Cadbury's in a heartbeat but I'd be like right Cadbury's I'm a big fan of day and nightness I really believe in their brand um, you
1: really do believe in their brand day and night nurse pro plus
0: mm-hmm. yeah definitely both of those things I, I love I'm a big fan I mean it keeps coming back to Cadbury's. I love Cadbury's <laughs> love Cadbury's I'm quite partial to a pretzel these days you know there's um, Penn State pretzels yeah good.
1: penn state pretzels are very good
0: yeah um i quite like um any type of barbecue crisps in particular at the moment these pop crisps which are quite low in fat and they taste immense they're pretty cool i'm trying to think of the clothing i quite like hmm
1: i Do mean we're big fan
0: of nike adidas
1: <laughs> i mean we're 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 big fans of patagonia
0: yeah i mean i'm, I'm a very big fan of um bamboo clothing i, I really like you know not that I'm all mean yeah. and ethical, but like... Any, anything like...
1: bamboo, he loves it. He does yeah, love yeah.
0: it. Do you know what? It's such an underrated material that's suddenly getting its props. It is, it, is a, uh, it is cool. It's cool as fuck, bamboo. And I've realized yeah. that they've opened up a bamboo shop in Newport, which I'd love to go and check out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I wonder what... I did make the upgrade yeah. to bamboo...
1: Podcast field trip. But yes, you've made the upgrade to what? Bamboo pants?
0: Exactly, bamboo exactly. boxer shorts <laughs> So I I, um, I used to wear um, I mean, I used to swear Like anyone who knows me um, I used to swear by fat face boxers um, Fat face is a brand over here It's like a shop um, Not the most catchy of names But their underwear was immense And then I saw this advert On social media <laughs> it went,
1: Social media targeted ad Yeah, yeah,
0: social media targeted ad um, For, I think it's called Step 1 I think they're called. And they're quite quirky, normally sort of rugby player build. Um, people talking about these boxes that don't ride up and don't chafe and don't do this and their box and they're bamboo and they this and they that. And I was like, well, they have this free um pair, you know, guarantee. Like try a pair and if you like it, great. If you don't like it, get your money back. So I I went in and I think the more you buy it, the cheaper they are. So I bought like four or five. I bought three. No, I said, I bought three. And I bought them, and they do. At the time, they did a, a thicker leg, longer boxer, short, a skinnier leg, shorter boxer. So I bought what like two of one and one of the other, and basically didn't really get on with the skinnier leg, shorter option. So I sort of said, "Hey, I'm not that happy with them." And they were like, "So you've got an option, sir. You can either get your, your like, you know, refund on the one pair, or we can give you a twenty five percent off voucher." to be used on at any time only one time only and you can have your basket as full as you want and i was like well hey so <laughs> i i let you know i i uh called in the troops like hey guys who wants underwear because the, the, <laughs> the, the pair that fitted me fitted really well and i think i bought neil a couple of pairs i got my brother reese and nathan my brothers nathan and reese a couple of pairs and we are now rocking step one boxes and to be honest they are actual game changers, changers. and i think one of the few one of the f- one of the few um, targeted acts that actually are amazing. I love them. I love them.
1: Yeah, if only they made women's underwear.
0: Well, I've seen a few pictures of like you know girlfriends wearing the boyfriends wear, and they look quite yeah. comfy in them. Step One boxes, though, I would I would be very happy to be sponsored by them.
1: Okay, well, they don't they do nothing for me, so that's a that's out.
0: Maybe you could ask for like you know ladies wear.
1: I was gonna say, I don't think we're big enough for me to be dictating sort of what they're making.
0: No. I, I once um had a call with uh, a company that made bamboo pajamas. <laughs> so I was buying um I was buying a present a couple of years ago. Uh, and um I had a random phone call from this company and they were like, Oh, I'm really sorry, but the this pajama you bought they don't have in stock at the moment. With you know, are you happy changing color? And we got chatting while they were taking my ordering information.
1: Of course,
0: of course, and um, basically, were, I was like, "Oh, I'll tell you what, I really wish you did men's stuff because I'm in market. I'm in the market for a pair of bamboo, you know, pajamas, bamboo t-shirts. You know, I've already got a bamboo t-shirt, I love it. I want more." And they were like, "Well, actually, keep your eyes peeled, and and you, you may see some male additions." And I'm like, "Well, if you ever want anyone to test it and write reviews, I'm your guy." <laughs> <laughs> I've not heard a thing. I've not heard a oh, thing. Oh right, yet. okay.
1: I thought there was going to be some. Uh, no, no, yeah. nothing,
0: nothing at all. I've not heard a thing. Um, I think they've probably you know miswrote down my number or something because they seemed very oh, keen. They seemed very yeah, keen. Yeah,
1: I'm sure that's. I'm sure they were very keen. All right, so should we go to the challenge jar? Yes. Woo hoo! All right. What have we got? What have we got?
0: Unscripted. Actually, all of it's unscripted, but this particular bit.
1: Yeah, it's definitely unscripted. I mean, my goodness. Like, did we even make any sense talking about mental health? I don't fucking know. We'll find out later.
0: You're not the one who has to edit this shit together.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. Okay. So today. (laughs) Okay. So our topic is sports besides football nice nice so so yeah so what are there so what other sports do you like like what other professional like what other professional games have you have you ever been to any other professional games
0: I think the answer is no really (laughs) I don't think I have been to a professional
1: um or like you know like semi-professional whatever not like have you been to the have you been to the hockey
0: not yet me and oh, wow. me and are uh, planning to go to see the Cardiff Devils. That's been on the agenda for a little while. But no, most of my sporting sort of stuff goes back to football. I've never seen a live game of rugby. I've played in it at school, but I've never been to a, an international or or a club game for that matter.
1: Do you have any desire to?
0: I'd like to go and see Wales play. Um, apparently the atmosphere is awesome. Um, you know, you know. Uh, a sport that can take two thousand fans at club level and up at to seventy thousand fans for what you know one or two games. I fancy yeah. giving it a go. We should try and go. We should do. We should go and see a game. But the tickets are like you know 80, 90 quid. They basically like you know it's a license to print off money. Yeah. I, I don't know. It seems like it seems like a lot, but we, we could go and have a look. Well, um, I pay.
1: I paid more for massages. So
0: <laughs> yeah, Erica sponsors the podcast. Erica. Sponsors this podcast.
1: I, I sponsor your your self care.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, do you know, I've really been always wanted to try getting into cricket because everyone I speak to who's into cricket really likes it. But I think with sports, there comes a moment where you need someone in your life to teach you the rules mm. because there's an assumption when you're getting into a sport that when you listen to any punditry, you know the basic rules of the game. And I don't think there's enough.
1: Yeah. There's
0: enough done at like cricket one hundred and one. I'm sure there is, but I think you know. I remember a couple of years ago, you know, the F1 was sort of really up and coming with Sky and everything else, and relaunching, and and I remember them doing like these sort of like bite-sized taster shows of like this is what F1's about. Like if you were a kid, eight or nine years old, who had no, you know, parents or grandparents or anyone in your life pointing you that way, you'd be able to sort of get the gist of it. And I kind of need that sort of thing for for cricket and to just to make a decision whether I like it or not. Because when I'm into when I'm watching it or have seen I I really want to understand like the difference between a curveball and this and do you know what I mean the terminology and the nuance yeah of course um but yeah I've never really been you know not really into rugby but I go for it I laugh um cricket not into but give it give it a go always been fascinated by the darts although I joke about having a darts board and stuff I'm not into darts but I've really liked to um go and see because apparently the atmosphere of the game is amazing
1: yeah. How about you? We should we should go.
0: We should go to the darts. I think we have to dress up though. I think that's the obligatory thing. Okay. Like a student night, you know. <laughs> what about you? What sports have you seen live that aren't football?
1: Um, well, I when I lived I lived in sort of the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex for many years. And so I saw a lot of I saw um the Texas Rangers. Um, so Major League Baseball. I saw the Dallas Stars play hockey. I've seen the Philadelphia Flyers play hockey. I've seen the uh Dallas Mavericks basketball. Um I've never been to an NHL game. Oh no, I'm sorry, NFL game. So I've never seen American football. It's a super football. And I've never should been go. to We should go. They we bring should to Wembley, didn't they, every yeah? Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah. So, so yeah. So, just got well. I guess baseball, basketball, and, and hockey. Like um,
0: I've been to I a baseball seen. match. Yeah, I've been to a baseball match. I went to see the Portland Sea Dogs. Yeah, yeah, they they're like a third division baseball team, I think. <laughs> and I was so bored. <laughs> it was it was a tough watch. <laughs> um, oh wait,
1: yeah, I saw the Reds. So- I went, yeah, I saw the Red Sox in the uh, in uh, in the summer as well. So I went with my sister to to see the Red Sox play.
0: Amazing. No, I really didn't get into it, but I, I think I had people kind enough to try and show it to me. But I, I worked in a summer camp for kids, and and I'm not sure all the kids liked going to see the Portland Sea Dogs either. I think it was Portland Sea Dogs. I think the noise is like oh
1: It's it's only it's a, honestly it's only it's like it's a, it's an excuse to just drink because yeah. it like baseball drags. I mean it's yeah. I think it's like cricket. It's like cricket where it's just like a, it just is such a drag. Like, it just, like, it just, time stands still um, during a baseball game. Um, But you're kept going with alcohol.
0: Yeah. Do you know what, a sport I I really like to get into is golf. Not so much from playing, but, you know, when the Ryder Cup's on and stuff, you see those people go, yeah, booking, like, whole weekends off. And and when you catch up the drama on TV, I'm like, again, if I knew the rules a bit more. I know the rules of golf, you know, try and get in the hole and at least – strokes as you can but again the nuance to it you know like the difference of clubs difference of this and that and again there's a level of detail that i kind of need to know and so yeah with f1 i think there's two measures of success there's the driver and then there's the team like like they get points as well but again it's kind of a bit wasted on me i used to find a lot of my my sort of love of sports came from playing the demos of like playstation games so like Hmm. nhl i used to love you know playing that game and um that was really cool um john madden again i can't say i follow american football but again playing the games are fun it's a quick way of learning the rules so i guess i need them to make a really good cricket game
1: yeah you need a, yeah, a cricket game for the ps5 need,
0: so yeah um i'm trying to think of after sports i'm sure there's got to be a couple i guess i'd love to go to like the olympics once and see or see like you know the track event but again but, it's kind of short-lived isn't it like that is it's over
1: <laughs> yeah
0: Um, and and, and I sound like a a proper old man now but like I've never really been to a festival the only festival I've been to musically is like Reading to see Eminem a couple of years ago but I've always fancied a festival because I like you know a good band and this that and the other but there's always part of me that I'm like well if I go to a festival and say saw the Arctic Monkeys that being in Reading you are like so far back you can't see you're being you know sicked on you're being you're you're all this people budging you and i'm like this isn't fucking cool and then like it's very dark and fucking cold it's muddy and then like you're watching it through a screen anyway whilst being like Ugh! um and i've often thought like after that one experience but then uh, every time you see that sort of bbc's coverage of like an event you're like the best fucking seats at home <laughs> like it sounds really <laughs> lame but i'm like you know what i could be at home on a sofa yeah i can go to the toilet whenever i want i can have the snacks i can go to my own bed um, which I guess is, defeats the object of the festival, but and it's the same with sports. Like me traveling to see Cardiff on a Wednesday night or a Tuesday night, it's like if it's on the sky, I'm like, it's very tempting. I know it doesn't beat a real life scenario, but seeing us lose one nil to Hull and not getting <laughs> home till like half half eleven or whatever time I got home versus staying at home and in the warm, it's a tricky, Ooh, one isn't it? It's a tricky yeah, one. But... Yeah, yeah gotta yeah up.
1: so so yeah so well that's been another episode of drunk logic uh thank you for joining us and oh stop we'll s- oh whoa whoa, whoa, whoa whoa girl what what, what?
0: we've got to rate our drink oh yeah it's very good
1: yeah i really like that even without ice cubes it was very nice really a deal breaker for you I just felt like it looked nicer Uh, you know you like the clink um yeah that was good I tell you what I rate these cocktails in a can because we had the Malibu one and and, and that was exceptional I would give this I would give this an eight out of ten
0: okay you me um out of ten is difficult I guess, yeah, probably a seven or an eight out of ten. Like, it just went down really nicely. Um, Very really nicely. Yeah. Tell you what, I, I had a laugh the other day. I was re-watching our um, Fireball episode, just because you do, trying to learn how to sort of look at the edits and stuff and sort of you know, get better at this whole podcasting game. And I loved how progressively drunker we got and the more slurry we both got. <laughs>
1: yeah we need to do more shots we need to do more shots the next time we record yeah um yeah you'll have to do some shots
0: yeah definitely but yes thank you for joining us um which i hope has been a you know i don't want to say fun episode but an episode that i think is important to us and i hope that if one person listening can you know get something from it fantastic um you know we're we're quite active on social media you know you can always give us a shout you know of either you know stuff you want to listen uh want us to talk about in future podcasts but also just you know if you want to say hey it's always very nice to to, to say hey back so um yeah so um hope you all enjoyed it uh, thank you for listening and um we'll see you soon
1: bye